Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment, a weekly podcast of the Wingman Nation Men's Ministry, a scripturally driven men's ministry with three goals for every man, striving to be better husbands, better fathers, and more Christ-like and godly men. Join Wingman Nation co-founders Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis and an occasional special guest as they discuss issues relevant to a man's needs, struggles, habits, and hurts. And now... Here's Randy and Pastor Jay. Hello, Wingman Nation. Welcome to the Wingman Moment podcast. My name is John Delaney, and I'm here with co-founders of Wingman Nation, Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis. Good morning, gents. Hope you're doing well. Hey, John. John. Y'all look great. Love that Paisley shirt. Thank you. That's colorful. I love it. Yeah, that's an awesome (laughs) shirt. Makes me feel alive. You know, I used to wear Paisley ties years ago. My my wife gave me Paisley ties because every time I'd go to lunch, I would bring lunch home on the Paisley, on the tie. (laughs) So she said, Paisley tie, you couldn't tell what you had for lunch. So if Olive Garden was on it and it just blended right in. (laughs) I used to have (laughs) the Rush Limbaugh tie. Well, uh, oh yeah! Please explain that. Very, very loud. Oh, the loud ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. <Conservative. laughs> loud, loud but conservative. Wow. Well, well, welcome back. We're we're glad you're with us again. You know, we are going. Uh, we're continuing today on the topic of the top ten mistakes husbands make with their wives. This is the second half um, of that, and uh, you know, we we've, we've looked at the first five mistakes uh, in the past. And I'm going to turn it over uh, to Randy and let him take care of this for us this morning. So, uh, Randy, it's all yours, brother. Thank you, John. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Randy. All right. So last week, guys, we talked about uh, the first of the five ten mistakes that uh, men make with their wives. And um, we looked at the first five, which are, I'm going to go ahead and review those. Number one was not enough affection, period, instead of affection, comma. Uh, number two was trying to fix it, which we don't want to just fix it. No. Number three was not being the spiritual leader. That's a mistake. Number four, neglecting to focus upon your wife or paying attention to your wife. And five was selfishness. So we're going to kick off this week with number six, which is insensitivity. Boy, are we all Oh, good at my. That. And I'm going to read a story this morning, a short one that's going to uh, talk about a husband being insensitive to his wife. Mm -hmm. So her husband had been slipping in and out of a coma now for several months, yet she stayed by his bedside every single day. When he came to, he motioned for her to come nearer. As she sat by him, he said, you know what? You've been with me all through the bad times. When I got fired, you were there to support me. When my business fell, you were there. When I got shot, you were by my side. Mm. When we lost the house, you gave me support. When my health started failing, you were still by my side. When I think about it now, I think you bring me bad luck. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, that's being insensitive. Oh, boy. Come on, guys. (laughs) Guys, our wife needs to be handled with care. Uh, Notice the phrase... Uh, in scripture, weaker, or, or or in some translations, the weaker vessel. Yeah, the weaker refers to physical. As a rule, the man is stronger physically than the woman. Yeah. It's not 
weaker morally, spiritually, or intellectually. That's right. Notice she is a fellow heir of the grace of life. Her standing with God is equal to her Christian husband. That's right. In fact, the Christian wife seems to possess a greater sensitivity to God and the things of God. Many have a greater sensitivity of discernment. And in a lot of the surveys, Randy, we've noted that uh, that the wives seem to be more spiritual in tune than many of the husbands. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. And so we need to be sensitive to the demands we place on our wives physically. The longer we are married, the more we need to work at being sensitive to our wives. That's right. The word vessel in Scripture originally meant a jar or a dish. Mm-hmm. The idea is something of value, yet fragile and must be handled with care. Your wife is never to be treated with harshness, rudeness, or abusiveness, verbally, emotionally, or or physically. That's right. So, a story. Mary Brunson was driving her husband's new car. She made a wrong turn and sideswiped another car. Crying, uh, she reached into the glove compartment for the insurance and registration papers. She found this note clipped to her registration and insurance card. Dear Mary, remember, it's you I love, not the car. Bob Russell. Now that's being sensitive. <laughs> that's sweet. That, sweet. That is awesome. This past week, I, I found the writer Dave Barry. He had come up with a list of 30 ways to shatter a weaker vessel. Now, this is referring to 1 Peter 3, 7, uh, when we're looking at the top 10 mistakes that husbands make with their wives. But listen to some of these 30 ways to shatter a weaker vessel. Number one, ignore her. Number two, not valuing her opinions. Number three, showing more attention to other people than to her. Number four, being easily distracted when she's talking to you. Number five, the silent treatment. Six, making jokes about her in public. Seven, using careless, harsh, or swear words to her. Number eight, pressuring her when she already feels low. Mm. Number nine, lecturing her when she needs to be comforted, uh, or encouraged. Number 10, comparing her in a negative way to other women. Oh, do not do that. 11, being disrespectful to her family and friends. 12, treating her like a little child. 13, not trusting her. 14, failing to spend time with her when you are at a party or at a gathering. Number 15, having sloppy manners around the house. Number 16, not helping with the children before meals or in times of stress. 17, not helping with the household chores. 18, making her feel stupid when she shares an idea about a decision. Number 19, not being consistent with the children. Number 20, not being the spiritual leader of the home. Randy, pick it up from there, buddy. Yeah, this is a... um... This is one that I think we all struggle with as much as the other ones is not, uh, excuse me, being unwilling to admit that you're wrong. Yeah. So many of us, it seems like we, we want to be right yeah. no matter what. And it's just not that important. No. Whether you're right or not, it, right. Do, it doesn't really matter in the big scope of things. Number mm. 22, being stingy with money. Mm. 
you know, money obviously is one of the top three problems in marriages today, and we're so worried about the money. And that goes back to, I think, obedience, studying the Word, understanding that God's going to take care of us, and we shouldn't be so wrapped up in the money. Yes. That's a form of abuse, too, if you're yes. withholding money, it you is. know, and, and yeah, we shouldn't do it. Although we should be frugal, we should budget our money, and of right. course, you know, it's God's money, but not stingy That's with, right. with our wife. Number 23, forcing her to make decisions regarding bills. Yeah. Number 24, not telling her how important she is to you. And we talked about that last week about sticky notes and yeah. sending a text and just being more more sensitive. Right. 24, not telling, uh, excuse me, 25, not being aware of her physical limitations. Mm. 26, watching too much TV and neglecting her or the children. 27, lecturing her. Mm. 28, letting the kids be disrespectful to her. That's a Did big not one. not let that happen. 29, demanding that she submit to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole, whole podcast, podcast on this on one. that one. Yeah. I mean, guys, yeah. if you have to say to your wife, submit, it yeah. tells me that you're not doing what you need to be doing right. in order to her making her want to submit to you. Yeah. You're not doing the things that would make her want to say, Love. I want to follow you. Loving her yes. like Christ loves exactly. this church. Yes. Uh, 30, not giving her credit for the boring chores that a wife does, like picking up clothes and toys and wiping runny noses, washing, cleaning, you know, preparing food, all of the wonderful things that our yeah. wives do around the house, um, we take for granted. That's not right. showing them how important that is. Guys, I think we often need to take this list of 30 things that can shatter our wives, and we need to look these over and make sure we're not guilty of these things. Yeah. Because we all need to be reminded yes. uh, as as husbands. Heard this story. It says, in the hospital, the relatives gathered and prayed in the waiting room where a family member lay gravely ill. Finally, the doctor came in looking tired and somber. I'm afraid I'm the bearer of bad news, he said as he surveyed the worried faces. The only hope left for your loved one at this time is a brain transplant. It's an experimental procedure, quite risky, and you'll have to pay for the brain yourselves. The family members sat silent as they absorbed the news. At length, someone asked, well, how much does a brain cost? <laughs> the doctor quickly responded, well, a female brain goes for 20000 and a male brain costs 50000 The moment turned awkward. Men in the room tried not to smile, avoiding eye contact with the women, but some actually smirked. A girl, unable to control her curiosity, blurted out the question everyone wanted to ask. Why does the male brain cost so much more? The doctor smiled at her childish innocence and then said to the entire group, It's a standard pricing procedure. We mark the female brains down because they're actually used. <laughs> Way to go, ladies. Way to go, ladies. <laughs> All right. Let's look at mistake number seven, not helping her more with the children. Now, let's go back to the words in First Peter 3, 7, understanding and honor. 
You see, when you help with the children, you are saying to your wife, I care about you. Your wife, gentlemen, needs for you to be a family man. Husbands, partner with your wife to raise the children. She needs for you to to be with them, to do things with them, to teach them, to play with them, to be interested in them, their lives, their activities, their schedules, their school. She needs for you to discipline the children in love. She needs for you to give her time away from the children and you being in charge. So it's a mistake when you don't help your wife more with the children, especially when they're smaller. Especially when they're smaller, yes. Number eight, not communicating. In the scripture, Peter talks about the word honor. The word honor makes the point. It's showing courtesy and respect in meeting her needs. Guys, she needs for us to communicate with her, share our feelings. Don't make her guess what's going on within you. That's right. And don't pout. I I have a hard time with that because I like to pout. (laughs) They call guys, too. (laughs) Guys have... Guys do have a tendency to do that. We don't, do. Don't we? I mean, I, I, really? Unfortunately, it's, it's not a good trait. I don't He's have to that. protrude the lips. Yeah. Another mistake men make is, is we withdraw. We get oh, upset yeah. with our wives. We tend to withdraw, not only physically, but emotionally. Yeah. You know, we just, we're quiet. We go somewhere else and... We become distant. Yes, distant. And they, and we think they can't see it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, express your heart. Let her know what you're thinking. Remember, in in love, by the way. And remember, she wants the details, details, details. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a tendency of men to, to clam up to, you know, to responding to our wives asking, like, what happened today? With the word nothing. <laughs> then when she asks, how was your day? The answer is fine. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> nothing and fine. There is there is a reason for that, though. That's one thing that we didn't talk about here is, yeah. is there's a reason. Because it, it, during an average day, a man speaks 12,000 words. Yes. And he's done by the time he's done work. Yes. So when he gets home, he needs to consciously make the effort to speak even though he's gone through his words yes. at work during the day. Women, on the other hand, speak 18 with 18,000 a day right. with gusts up to 24,000, <laughs> exactly. you know, so they're ready to have a conversation, right? you know, and, uh, but it's, it's important for us to it recognize really that is. we have, that's how we're built. And then when we get home, we need to say, Hey, I need, I'll be available for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yes, and so our wives need us uh, honesty and truthfulness, yeah. guys. We need to be able to. She needs to be able to trust. Yeah, you or us, and, and you know, um, and to reach us anytime, day or night, as John was just saying, mm-hmm. be there for yeah. her. It, it brings them security. It sure. does. And speaking of security, here's mistake number nine: failing to make her feel secure financially. Yeah. Back to the word understanding. We're not suggesting it's a mistake if you don't have a lot of money. It's not a mistake if you don't have everything you want. We're not saying that. It is a mistake when a husband isn't assuring his wife that she is secure financially. Now, a husband must be honest about the finances and must set the discipline of a budget, wise spending along with giving God your first and best through the tithe and offerings. But 
When we fail to make our wives feel secure about the finances, it is a great mistake, and it causes her to be anxious. So, guys, work on that. Number 10 of the top 10 as we wrap up, taking your wife for granted. Yeah. So many of us do that, guys. And the word honor here in the scripture means respect and thoughtfulness. Yes. You know, our wives need to be and feel appreciated. We've talked about that earlier in the the show. She needs to show, uh, to know that all she does is noticed by you. Notice your wife. And see it in her husband and hear it from his lips. Um. You know, there's there's little things that we can show her that she's appreciated. Right. We talked about the notes and words like "thank you," "please," "I appreciate you," and "I don't know what I would do without you." Yeah. Um, because the little things mean a lot to ladies. You they know, really they, they do. really do to our wives. So. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of of thinking, being conscious of that, and right. and you know, we all have our own little ways we can think through that right. of how to show them appreciation exactly. because we know our wives. Exactly. Nobody wants to be taken for granted. Right. And our wives need to feel like we cherish them, we honor them, and and we can do it in the little things that cost nothing. Like you were saying, yes. brother, please, thank you. I appreciate you. I don't know how you do all you do. Those things mean so much. Mm-hmm. Well, guys and ladies, thank you for joining us. Until next time. Before I say it. Um, I want to make sure you guys understand that these 10 things are, you can, you can see them again, uh, going on our website or Facebook. I know we've gone through these pretty fast, but go there, check them out. You can write them down and and go take a look. But for now, wingman out. Here you go. Thank you for listening to the wingman men's moment weekly podcast. The Wingman Men's Ministry is based around the Air Force concept of a wingman. It uses the fighter jet theme and parallels the duties of a wingman in the Air Force, his commitment to his pilot and flight team, and how they're related to the men of your church and their commitment to God in their lives, their families, and their Christian brothers. Visit us at wingmannation.com.